Welcome to the Reluctant Messenger podcast, where we discuss spiritually transformative events, encounters with angels and guides, out-of-body explorations, and much more. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel. You can find links on my website at candacesanderson.com. Welcome. My name is Candace Sanderson, and I thank you for tuning in. In my online group of Monroe Institute fans, Dan recently asked a couple of questions. One is whether we notice a separation of memory from the observer awareness. The other question is about liminal spaces, such as hypnagogic images that we often see when we cross that threshold between wakefulness and sleep. We experience these every day, but Dan asks if we've actually explored these transitions. Both of these questions relate to the observer state. I realize that my definition of the witness or the observer might be different from yours. Using common terms to describe uncommon experiences, they don't always match. Such is the challenge when you try to describe the indescribable. But here goes. The messengers have described the observer as one of those first stages we reach when we step outside the physical body. They've told me that our, what they call POE, point of existence, and think of this as a way to visualize consciousness, that POE, that point of existence, I literally see it as a point, as a dot when it is inside the body. And it's often tucked so deep within the physical body that many of us think that we are our physical bodies. And why not? Our awareness is in this isolated particle state. It's so easy to be in the me, me, me world. My thumb hurts. My stomach is growling. My hair needs to be cut. It's that my, my, my universe that many of us live with day in and day out. As we begin to expand our awareness, our point of existence, we move from that isolated particle into a field, a wave state of awareness where our perceptions change. Our views are no longer solely egocentric. We have a larger view. Even when describing things within our bodies, you notice that the language changes. My messenger asks, what's going on with your foot? Why does it hurt when you walk on it? It's no longer my foot hurts, but the perception is clearly outside of you. This is the observer, the witness. This is an aspect of you that accompanies you each day. Mine gives me a running commentary. If I trip while I'm out for a walk, she looks around and she lets me know who saw me. 
She often tells me I'm a klutz, but in a funny sort of way. She's the first to inform me if my choice of clothing is not to her liking. I love it when I hear her comments in my head. Why? Because that means my awareness is stepping outside of the physical. I am moving into that field of energy that surrounds me. Once I become aware of my observer, I realize I am in a transitional state. Then I can use this as a tool. If my witness is petty and critical, I can gently move her aside and then launch my awareness, my point of existence, farther into that expansive realm of the field. She stays behind, becoming the gatekeeper. She becomes that bridge between the 3D and the 5D, and I'm thankful for her. I never get lost in the 5D. She's there to bring me back. Quite often, I hear people say, especially if they're new to this, what if I get lost out there? You won't. Just wiggle your toe or your fingers and you'll return to your body. But your observer keeps a close eye on you too. From this observer aspect, I can address Dan's first question about whether we notice that separation of memory from the observer awareness. Again, using words that others may translate differently than I do. Let me share what my messengers report. Memories are byproducts of humans. As humans expand beyond the physical, that memory becomes an opportunity for growth. It is perceived from a broader perspective, offering multiple layers of lessons as different outcomes arrive within the realms of the what-ifs. They see, they know, but will they learn? The opportunity for growth is presented in a way that is often unavailable in the world of physicality. If I understand the message correctly, memories are a replay of events from the brain. As humans, we do this all the time. And as we revisit a memory, our brains react as they did the first time. As a psychologist, I learned that our brains do not know the difference between an event and the thoughts of an event. As we go through life and revisit an unpleasant memory, for example, we re-experience it physically. Our brains flood our systems with hormones that initiate that fight or flight response. It is purely physical. However, when that event is perceived by the observer, the witness, things change. We are no longer attached to what happens. The observer operates within that field of wisdom that is not tethered to time or space. Our observers can play around with the outcome. They can tweak this, tweak that. And with those changes to the scene, we perceive different outcomes. We see the impact these outcomes, old and new, can have on our lives, years, and maybe even generations into the future. We learn from this. 
because the observer is in control, we no longer react to an event. We act with purpose. We change the variables and we see what happens as we observe those outcomes. The question becomes, will we take these learning activities from our observer and apply them to our 3D lives? It's up to us. So yes, there is a separation, a clear delineation between a memory that we have as humans and the observation of that event from the observer's larger perspective. This detachment experienced by the witness gives a space. It offers what many people call a sacred space to give us different outcomes. Now let's get to the second question about liminal spaces, these doorways to new experiences. According to my messengers, when we step outside the 3D world, we enter a field of energy that is not affected by time or space. And the more you frequent these spaces, the better versed you become in manipulating these non-physical environments. You realize how easy it is. For example, you no longer have to plan a trip somewhere. Your thoughts take you there immediately. Let's go back to the witness, the observer. They become that bridge between the 3D and the 5D. And although most of us don't need to engage the observer for our 5D travels, it is a great place to begin. Just realizing you step beyond the physical you become empowered. My messengers have told me about a formula, T, T-E-A, thoughts, energy, action. It's your thoughts, the T and T-E-A, that will lead to the outcome, the action. If you properly fuel it, not with doubt, but with positive intention and purpose, think law of attraction. Our thoughts create the energy that will fuel our actions. This became so valuable to me in my out-of-body travels. I became aware of the energy. I also learned how I could reverse engineer by starting with an action that I wanted and how that then becomes the intention, the thought. But it's all interconnected. This is why I often talk to others about the observer. Once you realize the observer occurs outside of the 3D, then you can use it to travel deeper into these sometimes mystical realms. Well, for me, it's the same as with hypnagogic images. When those images occur, It's another indicator that I'm in that transitional state between wakefulness and the 5D. I use that as a launch pad. As soon as they begin, I use my observer to stop them. Just like with streaming a movie, you can hit the pause button. So now, when I find myself spontaneously in these liminal spaces, I literally use them for what they are, a doorway into the 5D. Of course, we can use Monroe's focus levels to help us get there, 
But I'd love it when these doorways spontaneously materialize as we transition between sleep and wakefulness. We can open those doors and slip between the worlds. Like noticing the observer, when we become aware of the hypnagogic images, why not use them as a tool? Thoughts, energy, action. My messengers have shared with me a ton of tools. Remember that Kevin Costner movie a long time ago, A Field of Dreams? Build it and they will come. It's your thoughts, the T and TEA, that will lead to the outcomes, the action, if you properly fuel them. I remember years ago, and I wrote about this in one of my books, the messengers gave me homework. I had to come up with five different ways to block negative energies. It was a lesson on learning protections, as well as giving me permission to simply play and use my imagination. You see, at that time, I really did not know that thoughts became things. In one of my homework exercises, I imagined myself as a molecule with all these receptors. To block incoming energy, all I would do is shut off the receptors, and that would prevent anything from entering unless I allowed them to. By the time I got to my fifth example, I was getting the picture. Anything that I imagined would work, from building a bubble around me to becoming invisible, all these thoughts served the purpose. That's how it is in the non-physical realms. Your thoughts produce actions, period. Think about it and it will manifest. So the next time you notice you're at the doorway to another dimension, in your mind's eye, haul out your camera or your phone and hit pause. The image will freeze. The rest is up to you. Do you turn around? Do you find the door? Perhaps it's hidden behind that wall of swirling mist. Ask that mist to lift. Or better yet, step into the picture and walk through the images. Feel the coolness of the textures on your skin. Breathe in the colors. Think into that beauty that surrounds you. Step through that doorway and into a dimension that is beautiful, that is strange, yet so amazingly familiar. Use these liminal spaces to launch you into an out-of-body travel that has the potential to change your life. I hope you enjoyed today's video. Remember the importance of kindness. Smiling launches you into those higher vibrations of love and gratitude. Feel free to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Reluctant Messenger. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember, how we use our personal energy is what defines us. 
bring in those vibrations of love and gratitude and see how your life will change.